2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now, it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will minister to us, release grace and anointing in this place, that will make the proclamation of God's word effective and fruitful. In Jesus' name, we bind every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Every critical spirit, we bind them. In Jesus' name, and we take victory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Anybody remember the title of the message? More than just promises. More than just promises. That's what we were talking last week, and we would conclude that message today. More than promises. Praise the Lord. Amen. A quick recap. We talked about the promises of God are unlike the promises of men. You can rely on the promises of God. They are not empty promises. Praise God. In the Old Testament, when God gave Abraham a promise, he made an oath because there was no one greater than God. Praise God. He promised, made an oath upon himself, and he gave a promise to Abraham. But when we come to the New Testament, 
Praise God. The Bible says every promise for us are yea and yea in Christ Jesus. Through Jesus Christ, every promise that God has made upon us will and will become a reality in our life. This particular verse, verse 20, 21, is a very unique word because in this particular word, we see the mention of the triune God. God the Father is mentioned, God the Son is mentioned, and God the Holy Spirit is mentioned in this particular word. Moving from promises, the Bible says God has made us to stand firm in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Not only has he established us in Christ Jesus, the word says he has anointed us. And we were reminded that every one of us are anointed. We are anointed to live a godly life. We are anointed to serve God and his people. Praise the Lord. We are anointed to live what? To live a godly life. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are many challenges that will come our way. Praise God. That will tend to threaten and intimidate and contaminate our spiritual life. And the anointing that is upon us will enable us to overcome every such while of the enemies. Then we said that we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Sealed with not with some wax. It's not a government seal that is upon us. The seal that is upon us is not a company seal or a brand seal. We've been sealed with the seal of ownership. The Holy Spirit, we are sealed by God himself. Praise God. Not just any spirit, but by the spirit of God himself. And what does that mean, we said? We said the seal talks about a lot of things. When you seal something, it is an implication that the deal is done. The transaction is finished. It is complete. The redemption of our spirit is a done deal. Praise God. The spirit says that we are authentic. We are original. We belong to Jesus and Jesus alone. Praise God. The enemy has no right upon you. Regardless of what your past has been. If you have been a murderer, an adulterer, an immoral, a thief. Regardless of what it is. Praise God. Oh, when you, were, when you were purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. He put a seal of God's ownership upon you and me. And we belong to him. It's authentic. We belong to him and to him alone. And the seal signifies that we are precious to him. That we are valuable to him. And the seal reminds us that we have an owner. We have an owner. We are not orphans. We are not vagabonds. We are not just simply wanderers. We belong to Jesus himself. Praise God. That's how far we went last week. Shall we proceed on? Praise God. The presence of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit 
is a testimony of the fact that we belong to him. We've been bought with a price. Therefore, God expects us to glorify God in our bodies. Praise God. God has put a seal of ownership on us because he has purchased us. And the seal that is upon us reminds us that we belong to him. Imagine a seal upon you and me which says that we are God's property. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I am God's property. Tell your neighbor, I am God's property. Praise God. Look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Nyan Devatinde Wageana. Praise the Lord. How many of you are excited about it? That you are, you are God's property. Hallelujah. Paul writing to the Corinthians says, Know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God with your body, which is God's. Amen. Praise the Lord. Last week we said, if we belong to him, that means what? If he is our owner, that means that our business is his welfare. Praise God. If we belong to him, the provision comes from him. The protection comes from him. We have all the perks because we belong to the King of King and the Lord of Lord. In fact, the Bible reminds us that everything pertaining to life and godliness comes from him. Hey, man, I don't know how you feel about this. You and I are covered. You and I are covered, not only for today, but for tomorrow and for evermore. For though who is covering us is the Lord who covers us. All these things are good. I love it. Praise the Lord. Hey, man, what kind of perk is this? Hmm? We all, people who work for firms and, 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 and good establishments, they get different kinds of perks, you know. Some people get bonuses. Some people get good 401 or a good pension plan. Those are all perks that comes with your job other than the fact that you get paid. Praise God. Some get, if you stay late, you get a limo home, you get your dinner, and on and on and on. Hey, I want to tell you, being a child of God, you belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And there is no perks that heaven gives that this world can match anywhere closer to what you and I have been given and have been promised. Amen. I love this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we're going to move to the next part, which you guys are going to just be so excited. I am expecting you guys to just jump up out of the seat and do a full 360 gig when you hear the next part. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The day that you got saved, the Lord Jesus, he had paid a price and you became his. 
and he became yours. Praise God. That's why we sing that song. How does that song go, Grace? You are mine and I am yours. That's what we sing when we sing to the Lord. You are mine and I am yours. What a wonderful thing. What an assurance. Every time I sing that song, Lord, I am yours and you are mine. You know, it just gives me goosebumps. Praise the Lord. But what does that mean? That he is the owner. He is the master. Yes, on one end it means that I am covered. I'm covered by his provision. I'm covered by his protection. I am all his. But on the flip side, heaven has certain expectation from you and from me. What could be that expectation? What could be that expectation? Oh, who could be that expectation? Yes, anybody. Come on. What have we been sealed with? Huh? We have got the seal of ownership upon us. We've been sealed with what? With the, not just with any spirit. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Turn to your neighbor and say, I've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. I've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now, you need to understand when a company puts a seal on its product, it is saying what? What does it say? The company is saying that we will stand behind this product, that this product will function, that this product will work, and this product it will fulfill its purpose, what it was intended to. So in this world, when they put their brand seal upon a commodity, upon an instrument, upon an appliance, the company is saying, our seal is upon this, this product and we stand behind this product that this product would function and it will be optimized. If that's the case, you and I have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. And the seal of Holy Spirit signifies and implies that heaven has certain expectation from you and from me. When I'm walking on this earth, when I'm talking on this earth, when I'm dealing on this earth, and I'm moving around in this earth, heaven's seal that we belong to him is impressed upon us and heaven expects uh, you and me to live up to that seal uh, of God's ownership. Uh, if the seal is Holy Spirit, God expects uh, you and me to become uh, people who emulate uh, his character, his nature, his attribute that we become uh, holy. Oh, Pastor, why you got to mess this up? No, I'm not messing this up. I'm prepping you up. 
Praise God. What does that mean? You know what the Bible says? In the Old and in the New Testament, both the Bible says, Be he holy, for I am Hallelujah. Be he holy, for I am holy. God's commandments are not suggestions. God's commandments are not, they are not suggestions. But what is it? God expects those who have the seal of ownership upon their lives to conduct themselves in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. Hallelujah. But then we hear all the time, be holy for we are, for he is holy, but we are already holy. Isn't it a done deal already? Praise God. We have been set apart. Positionally, we have become righteous. We are set apart for him. We are a holy people. That's right. That don't nullify our responsibility. Praise God. Yes? Hallelujah. If that was the case, there was no need for any further instructions and commandments in the word of God. The same word that says, uh, be ye holy, for I am holy, talks about the need to lead a separated life. Throughout the scripture, you see them. Praise God. Paul says, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Praise God. For it has the potential to bring you down. Paul writing to the Romans says, do not be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Praise God. Yes, I am holy. Yes, I've been set apart. Yes, I have a designation that says that I am a saint and that you are a saint. That doesn't nullify our responsibility to live up to the calling that God has placed upon our life. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible is very clear. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Flee from sexual immorality. Do not give up the meeting of together. Do not forsake the assembling of yourself. Praise God. Redeem time. Make the most of the time that the Lord has given us. Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit are just some of the commands that are written in the scripture for those who possess the seal of God's ownership upon their lives. Praise God. Folks, we are privileged people. Folks, we are blessed people. We are special people. Praise God. But that doesn't nullify the need for us, praise God, to live up to the calling that God has placed upon us. If we are special, 
God expects us to live in such a way that we will continue to replicate and emulate, praise God, the nature of the Lord. Praise God. Years ago, one of the diplomats of the United States who was stationed in New Delhi was called back by the State Department. And the reason that he was called back, he was asked to leave his station, his position as a diplomat in India and come back to D.C. They did that not to give him a promotion, but he was reprimanded. And the reason was that he was found in a very compromising position. We might think that it might, he might have done something wrong. No, his compromising position was the way that he carried himself, the way that he put the attire on himself. State Department called him back because he did not live up to the office that he has been called to represent. Folks, if the United States government has such high standards, what do you think about the kingdom of God? Praise God. Do you think that the standards of God are watered down standards? The standards of God are shallow standards. No, the standards that are given in God's word, they are not shallow. They are lofty standards. They are lofty principle. Again, we trust in his grace to fulfill them. For the Bible says everything pertaining to life and godliness. Hallelujah. He is able to equip us. Praise God. He has not only sealed us with the spirit. The seal of ownership is upon our lives. This is verse, what verse 22 says. He sealed us and gave the spirit in our hearts as a deposit what is yet to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. God has put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is yet to come. Praise the Lord. In other words, the Lord has put his spirit within us, guarantee for the completion of the transaction that is going to take place. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is God's first installment to guarantee to his children that he will finish his work Praise God and eventually will bring us to glory. Praise God. Paul writing to the Philippians says like this. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ. Who by the power that enables him to bring everything under this control. Will transform our lowly bodies. So that they will be like his glorious body. Hallelujah. Praise God. We've been redeemed. The redemption of our spirit has taken place. But the redemption of our body has to take place. That will happen when the Lord Jesus comes. Praise God. This is how Paul puts it as he writes to the Romans in Romans 8.23 onwards. We know the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right unto the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves 
who are the first fruit of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoptions as sons, the redemption of our bodies. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. When we are young and full of energy, we are active, robust, bubbling with life. Praise God. Who thinks about the redemption of the body? But as time goes on, as you hear the joints creaking, as you get aches and pains, as life gets tough, people start thinking about the redemption of our body. Thank God that he did not wait as we wait to think about it. Praise the Lord. You know, it's very interesting to see. You know, the Bible says that he has put his spirit into our heart as a deposit guaranteeing what is yet to come. You and I are very familiar with the concept of deposit or the concept of, of a down payment. If you go, if you want to buy a house, you know, you go, you look at the house, you like the house, you make a down payment. The down payment is simply saying that, what? You know, here's the down payment. Within the contract period of time, I will come and I will acquire this particular property. Now, those who have bought the house, they know that you can, you have the option of, you know, based on what the owner is demanding, you can put a 10% down, you can put a 20% down, you can put a 25% down, you can put whatever down. It's just telling the owner that you will go through the transaction. Likewise, the Bible says, God has deposited his spirit into our hearts, guaranteeing what is yet to come. The seriousness of a deal can be measured by what you put down. The seriousness of your intention, the seriousness of the pledge that you make, the seriousness of the promise that you make, the magnitude of the promise that you make can be measured by your down payment. And God promised you and me, you know what he put as a down payment? What do you think he put as a down payment? He put the Holy Spirit into our hearts. What is that? What is that? Praise God. What is that? Praise God. How often in our mind, in our thoughts, we can find Holy Spirit to just merely speaking in tongues. And therefore, forfeit the depth of the, or the magnitude of what, what God has done for us. 
when God put his spirit into our hearts as a deposit, <laughs> what God did was the triune God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, the spirit of God, God himself uh, has been put into our hearts, deposit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is yet to come. Hallelujah. We said that this is just, this is more than mere promise. He made a promise. He established me. He anointed me. He put the seal of ownership upon me. And to add to it, he has put his spirit into my heart. And he's saying, I will back my word. I stand by my word. Praise God, because I have put my spirit into you. Praise God. Do you understand the scope of what we are talking here? Praise God. Hallelujah. The holy God, his own spirit is given into my heart. And God says, I will finish that transaction, meaning that the redemption of my body will take place. Praise God. Hallelujah. What does that mean, young man? Young lady, what does that mean? Praise God. It means a lot of things. It means, to put it, put it in a simple way, greater things are yet to come. Praise God. The spirit in you as a deposit tells you and me that greater things are yet to come. Look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor greater things are yet to come. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. What does that mean? It means the Bible says we will be transformed one day. Praise God. We will be transformed into his likeness. If you were given an option, who would you like to be like? Ask yourself. If you were given an option in your looks, in your abilities, in your skills, in your talents, who would you like to become? Don't just look at me. I know you don't want to be right like me. Do you have a picture in your mind? Do you have a picture in your mind? Yes? Can I probe a little bit? Can you share that picture? Can you share that picture? Anyone? Nobody? Nobody's bored, huh? Yes, Peter Ringel, what would you like to become? Like, I thought he was going to say, we'd like to look like Peter. <laughs> but you know what? You and I, we will be blown away when we realize that God has greater plans for you and, we and me we will be transformed into his 
his, his likeness. I don't know if you would ever, ever get a deal like this. Oh, my, 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 my. Hey, I don't know if you would ever get a deal like this. Woo. Man, after all that he has done for me. He is saying that I put my spirit in you and I guarantee that you're going to become like me. Ooh. Praise God. Hallelujah. We will be transformed into his likeness. Praise God. Paul says we shall bear the likeness of the man from heaven. <laughs> Praise God. This perishable shall put on imperishable. Praise God. This mortal shall put on immortality. Praise God. This corruptible shall put on incorruptible. We are being transformed into his likeness. John says, when he appears, we shall be like him. Why? How can you say that, John? John says, hey, the spirit has been deposited into my heart, guaranteeing that it will happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What you and I see here is just a preview. It's a glimpse of the coming stellar attraction. What is that glimpse? How many of you guys have seen a preview? How many of you guys have seen a trailer? What's a trailer? Not the trailer that we use to carry stuff. Huh? What is that? It gives you what? In two minutes, what do they do? In two minutes, what do they do? It gives you a glimpse. Say, hey, this is what you have in store. Do you know that you and I have been given a preview through the scripture? Praise God. Hallelujah. When the Bible says we shall become like him. And sitting here, if we cannot register that, if that's not stirring up a chord in your soul, I want to tell you something. You don't know what he looks like. Praise God. If we had any idea of what he looks like, you go bonkers when you hear that we're going to become like him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, we have preview all of the places, glimpse of what is yet to come. Greater things are yet to come. Praise God. The fellowship that we enjoy and experience here is just a preview of that greater fellowship we will experience with the Lord in his presence in heaven. Can you imagine that? I don't know when you come together, you get all excited or not. Praise God. Do you get excited when you have fellowship? Hmm? Do you? You know, it's just a small, minute glimpse of what it is going to be. Some are Hardly can wait for Saturday and Sunday to come. Right? How many of you are in the house who say, I can hardly wait for Sunday to come? Now I'll tell you why you can hardly wait for Sunday to come is because you only come on Sundays. 
Hey, we meet more often. We meet more often. You know, you can come Tuesday morning. You can come Wednesday night. You can come Saturday night. You can come Sunday. And if that doesn't satisfy your soul, Friday night, you can come for a water. You can go for the guy's prayer. Oh, my Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fellowship that we have is just a small glimpse of the greater fellowship that we're going to have. And when that happens, there ain't going to be no pain. There ain't going to be no sorrow. There ain't going to be no tears. There ain't going to be no decaying of the flesh. Praise God. You and I will be transformed into his likeness. We will zoom through the atmosphere. And we're going to beat and defy the loss of gravity. We shall be with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hey, it's not only the fellowship. How about the joy we experience? Now is just the first installment of the greater joy that is yet to come, that we will experience in heaven. This morning when I was taking the Bible study, I was saying one of the reasons that the children of God are deprived of joy is because they don't have, they have not experienced the joy of leading someone to the Lord. Listen, if you're short on joy, praise God, you ain't gonna get joy by doing anything else. Lead someone to the Lord and you will see that the joy will Praise God. Here and there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The love of God that we experience here. The one that has been poured out into our hearts by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is just a preview of the love that you and I will experience when we reach there. Hallelujah. The peace that we experience here. The peace that transcends all understanding is just a preview of the greater peace that we will experience in the presence of God. Folks, what God has for you and for me is much, much more than mere promise. He has a spirit within us guaranteeing what is yet to come. Everybody on your feet, praise God. We're going to pray and we're going to conclude. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The redemption of our spirit has taken place. Hallelujah. The redemption of our body will take place. One of these days, Jesus is going to come, folks. When he comes, may you and I be found ready and prepared to go. Praise God. Hallelujah. The trumpet will sound. The dead in Christ shall be resurrected. Hallelujah. We who are alive will be transformed within a twinkling of an eye. It is not a myth. It will happen. For God has guaranteed us with the spirit that is in us as a deposit guaranteeing what is yet to
Praise God. You and I belong to him. The seal of God's ownership is upon us. Hallelujah. As much as we receive the perks, shall we make a commitment this morning that we shall live up to the calling that God has placed upon our lives. Praise God. As we sing a song, we will make a commitment to the Lord. Wherever you are, reach out to Him. Praise God. Hallelujah by faith. Speak to Him. Praise God. If you have to make any kind of holy correction in your life, this is the morning to do it before you walk out of this place. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. The Lord I come and I confess. Amen. In bowing here, I find my rest. And without you, I fall apart. And you're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I come. And Lord, I come. And I confess. In bowing here, I find my Amen. rest. And without you. I fall apart, and you're the one that guides my heart, and Lord, I need you, oh, I need you, and
Father, we thank you, we praise you this afternoon, Lord. Thank you for giving us the assurance that we belong to you and to you alone. Thank you for anointing us. Thank you for putting the seal of God's ownership upon us. Without a shadow of a doubt, we belong to you for you have redeemed us, purchased us. Not with corruptible things like silver or gold. We thank you for the transaction that was made on the cross. We've been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the seal that is upon us, reminding us that we are your possession and that you will protect your possession, that you would provide for your possession. And your provision is such that it's not only temporary, but eternal in nature. We've been assured from the word that we are covered, body, soul, and spirit, not only today, but forevermore. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is within us as a deposit, guaranteeing what is yet to come. Greater things are yet to come. And we pray that we would live with that mindset, with the perspective of eternity, in the light of eternity, preparing ourselves for the redemption of our bodies. We do not know when Jesus will come, but we know that you will come because you are a word-keeping God. When you come, may every one of us be found, O oh Father, that we may be transformed into your likeness, that we will bear the appearance of the man from heaven, that we will go from grace to grace, from glory to glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the small previews that you have given us here. <laughs> May the previews stimulate us. May the previews encourage us. May the previews nudge us. May the previews remove every clouds of doubt from our eyes of faith. May we see clearly into the horizon and see what God has in store for us. May the eternal perspectives dictate our temporal moves in this world, Father. The world and its desires will pass away, but he who does the will of God shall live forever. May we do the will of God. Send us home with your grace and your blessings. We bless God's people in the name of Jesus. Let none fall falter. Let everybody stand firm in the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for those who are sick and afflicted. We pray that you will touch and heal them. We pray for our brother Nasir Tabasu. Lord, as he's going for a procedure tomorrow, we pray that your presence will go with him. Touch him, heal him, may he experience the grace of God and the power of God. Hallelujah. For your glory do so, Father. We pray for the elderly in this house. We pray that you will strengthen them. Even as their outer frames are frail and fragile, 
We pray that thy inner man will wax stronger and stronger day after day. May their faith and their trust and their hope and their peace in Jesus increase day after day. We pray for the young and the kids, Father. We pray that they will be able to overcome the evil one. In Jesus' name we pray. May the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with us for now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.